0: So look, I, I know it's really late, but I did want to. Um, I mean, we've reached the end of the campaign, um, or at least certainly for now, and it's actually been almost two. I think it's been over two years for for some of us. So that's kind of like a pretty big deal for me, that's at a least. Big campaign. It this was, was a
1: big fun one.
0: And I, I, I don't know. I, I'd just like to hear your thoughts because I, I, have a lot of thoughts, but I won't say anything now. But maybe well, I'll but I, my I mean, my afterwards. thing.
1: I've always this is. So far, I think this is the best, the best uh, setting and, and game concept that I've played. I mean, we can always talk about execution of how this was written or whatever, but blah 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 blah. You know, whatever. Um, I, I really loved the fact that it interwove this very colorful and rather dark history you know, into a fantasy setting or the other way around. You know, um, I liked the fact that we got to be these people. I mean, um, I actually love Varin's little coda to that. I think that was actually probably the best ending that the writer probably ever could have thought of <laughs> in the end is that is that is that one of the one of the pcs becomes a nazi hunting serial killer you know <laughs> at least in his own mind in his own fractured <laughs> destroyed mind I, you know um yeah i yeah i i i really i really enjoyed playing this a lot
0: I- and, you know, you, obviously, you know a lot about the history of the place and the city. Mm-hmm. And um, do you think that that, um, for you personally, mm-hmm. that get, gave it an additional... an extra Oh, yeah. Oh, answer. no. I mean,
1: it was like this, uh, you know, last week, I've, I was just thinking about, like, what everyone would be thinking of, you know, as they were there, you know, um, but, you know, the whole time, you know, and I mean... Yeah. You know, you know what I mean, and you know it's like you know my wife is a big fan of of the Babylon Berlin thing and everything like that. And I was just thinking of like how this bounces off that, but it's it's its own separate thing, but it's kind of similar to it. But it's, my character, which originally was 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 from that and a little bit of my own family history, and then you know went off and became a, this own this own guy. But you know.
0: And um, and, and, and I'm curious, because obviously, Henry and E, you've both been playing from the beginning as well. And perhaps neither of you have the the same level of knowledge about Berlin in the 1930s or 20s that that Marco had. But you both seem to kind of get into the setting as well in a quite a deep way.
2: I I
1: loved the setting because I loved that... I mean, everyone's obviously a little bit familiar with the history, but I loved how zany the system allowed us to be it wasn't like regular call of cthulhu where it's just like this dour descent into
3: Mm. madness
1: and despair this was like we could be goofy and deal with nazis and then like cabarets and order meatballs and run around (laughs) town and and that was fun i enjoyed it
0: yeah the pulp definitely makes a big difference
1: yeah pulp helps actually um i always liked that i think Cthulhu the thing about Cthulhu with the main game that I like as opposed to like you know D&D or something is that the fact that characters are actually mortal not just theoretically mortal changes things a little bit I mean it makes things scarier and real Um, in this you kind of take away some of that but it still feels it still feels gritty in a way even though, even though you can, you have agency, more well, agency you than you normally
0: have. You aren't superpowered, but you're resilient. You you can survive it much better. That's so. that,
1: that's what it is. It's not you. you know, you're you're not just going to walk into in, into some village and then you know kill the constable and everybody like that because, you know, it's yeah, it it yeah you yeah you're not you're not superheroes. You're just you can you you can get away with doing things or with being in in dangerous situations
0: henry what about you because uh, i think that you you took a lot of uh, I, I think eckhart was a very well fleshed out character i really appreciated the amount of thought you put into him and his kind of nature and his background and all of that
4: yeah i i really like uh, this particular setting I, I enjoyed and it seemed like you enjoyed running it and like telling us about it so that helps a lot um But also having, like, sort of a rich, like, depth of background to draw on makes it easier to do that and, like, more fun to do that. You know, like in fantasy games, it's sort of like, well, I'm going to take this trope and that trope and mush them up together. Whereas, like, when you have, like, a real setting and you can, like, sit there and, like, read about real people that were there and, like, you know, think about it. It's, like, a lot easier to get into the headspace of a character in the setting. And I don't know. This is the first game I've ever played that really had that at all. When I think about it, like you know, like I think about like, like uh, Daniel's game. Um, it's super oh. fun, but like everything is like it's like what we bring to it in a way. You know what I mean? Mm. The, the... It doesn't exist in, yeah. independently of you. <laughs> it's a different. It's a, it's a, like a whole different mode. Um, you know, Elmer is like my my wizard is essentially created completely by the sessions like there'd keep there a blank slate before that you know mm. you start with mm. these random characters that like you slap a name on and and you go and it's only builds up over time it's sort of like different thing it's less like writing a character you want to create like Eckhart was like an idea I had and a game like Daniels is more like what is the character you end up with like are they dead Did you roll a different random one and have like totally different motivations that like it's like both are are awesome um but yeah i would say the setting is like what enables the like careful sort of character creation in that way yeah i I think that's a really
0: it's a really good point because as soon as you establish certain qualities in your character a lot of other stuff just logically just flows out of that because we know the context in the real world the fact that you're a a kind of impoverished writer or someone that's dabbled in in in, in various things that you're you kind of got involved in the shady side of of uh you know the drug trade and whatever that immediately triggers all kinds of ob- i'm not necessarily obvious i'm not saying that it's a bad thing but 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 kind of natural consequences from that 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 can come into play as a, in your character so which you have to work a lot harder in a totally made up setting to figure out that stuff whereas in the real setting it's it's all there for you if you want mm-hmm. if you want it yeah hmm. Varin I'm, I'm going to end up with you Daniel because I know that uh, you might have a point <laughs> or two but Varin <laughs> Varin uh, you've uh, fully explored the darkness of, of, of a character in Max in a way that I, I found very very compelling uh, many times yeah
3: uh, yeah I mean it seemed the natural progression I think he was actually kind of the opposite to start with. He was pretty happy-go-lucky and kind of a bit of a lovable loser. But um, yeah, he yeah, I, I, I would echo definitely what Henry said that it's it's a really interesting time to place the game, a time and location, and it's so it's clearly so well written and so detailed that you could go explore it in all these different ways. I love the using real people as well as characters i think made mm. uh, the one the ones that we encountered were real people made the were far, by far more you know the most interesting characters um alison mm. crowley for example yeah um,
1: it, it, it's actually incredibly fitting that we met him in this
3: character yeah <laughs> but even the ones you yeah. met in the first session that i or the first chapter that we didn't play the real characters I think made it much more interesting. I played a real character as well, which I, I love. Yeah. It's just someone who, I mean, there was very little about, but yeah. It, oh really? It, I
0: didn't know that. He's yeah. yeah. The, he was an actor in, in, in he's, uh, yeah. So I, know, I, Mernot, I, the way I did
3: oh. it was I looked for German film actors and I wanted some someone who was not very well known, but the thing about the Berlin film at the time was it seemed that they made a lot of movies with a very small pool, right? People made a hundred movies more, mm-hmm. more, but this guy Max was—he his first film was the was Nosferatu, and he played oh, really? the captain. He played the captain, which is you know maybe the fifth or sixth biggest role. But he's kind of a bit of a heroic. He has a heroic cameo, right? And he dies, and then he just doesn't appear. He appears in some unnamed role, and then he just disappears for forty years. He's not. He's not. <laughs> He's not cast in anything until the 1960s or 70s. So Absolutely. I was like, this, "This is a fascinating character." I was just like, "What was he doing in the meantime?" Well, now we well, know. now we know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe He's I on actually, a bloody
4: rampage. Maybe I, maybe I, I I'm yeah, I
3: think I ruined, uh, I ruined um, <laughs> continuity wise. But the the real character, I, I also feel, that, and maybe it was from how we played in sessions that. Or well, maybe space is a bit far apart, but the world was so rich. There were avenues we didn't explore. Um, mm-hmm. But I think for a game like Call of Cthulhu, it really helps to have that—a really well-written, detailed world that you can explore. That you can go and I, I love that Anne Marie used her dancing skill multiple times. Right? <laughs> yeah. When it's there, and you'd never use it otherwise. And Max, being a film—you know—associated with film, there were so many ways that that just came up. And I feel that, you know, same with um, being a cabaret owner or a bar owner, a Victorian. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, th- th- that's a great point. Um, and I think that's the thing that I enjoyed most was um, the, the fact that you all created your place in, in the world as well in a really meaningful way. Like, um, so you inhabited it. I thought that was wonderful because it, it drove so much of the action in a way you know Cafe Sophie was like the epicenter of a lot of stuff and
1: I couldn't have imagined this game without it I mean I felt that that's the only way to play it right Is to make a make a person that fits <laughs> in the world mm. I mean mm. I mean that's just you know that was how I started
0: of course but there's always there's always the um uh the the Joker cards the the um Safina who sort of is a in a demi monde <laughs> in the alleyway, <laughs> he just never really anywhere particular. But that was great, I thought as well. Just this sort of drifting presence, this drifter.
3: But also <laughs> very fitting for the time, maybe like a sort of, like a, yeah. very, a true artist in that sense, right? Wanted to sleep in, <laughs> in the streets and gave away her work, and yeah.
0: So Daniel, I've left you to the end because I okay. and I want so I want me to.
4: No. Yes, I can communicate. <laughs> no, we need the spicy takes. I don't have any <laughs> spicy I'm, takes. And, well, I no, but uh, get I, some I know, spicy takes together. And I, I'm gonna, am gonna, I'm gonna, I'm
0: gonna pr- prompt you here because, look, uh, I, I, I acknowledge that some of the there are at least three points in the scenarios that are heavily railroaded, and you can't if you don't do them, the scenario doesn't play out. So, and and I know that at times you found that irritating, um, and. Um, t- t- tell me, you know, I, I, I know, I know your thoughts about Call of Cthulhu because I, I, I listened to it two hours I, of you talking about it quite recently. But, but tell where them, I said I mean, all how...
2: positive things about Andy, by the way. All positive. <laughs> you things. did,
0: you did. You mentioned my name a lot. Yeah, I did. Um, but, but, um how? Okay, okay. Let's put no, this in. I, positive I think way. so.
2: Right. So I'll say this: like, if we look at the very first time where. Um, where it happened, right? The the mask thing and that whole first mm. setting. That felt very much like we had no agency. There's, there's a big difference between having something have to happen, like at this point during this session where Henry was like, we're just gonna have to go to the thing, so why walk around each of us? Let's narrate it, it's fine. Because it was nothing mm. else for us to do. That's all we could do, right? Because we had mm-hmm. reached this point. I felt that, that in that scene, it was kind of like I, I, like, as you were describing it, I was like, oh, I know what my character's gonna do. And then it was just kind of like, your character does this, and it, it felt very, like, I was removed from it. But that mm-hmm. was the only time, mm-hmm. I think, really, only a couple times where it was really like we couldn't control our characters. That's what I care about. You have to, tr- which we talked about before, you have to trust the players are going to do the thing. We know we have to go to the castle. Or we're going to go to the castle. So I don't have a problem with a, a, a more linear plot at all. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it was good. I actually really enjoyed this campaign. I liked most characters. I'm different than everybody else in the sense that I'm not that into the history. Like, I don't really care. <laughs> I watched Babylon Berlin a little bit to get a feel for it. I like the, 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 the session to happen when it's there, so I, I like that this... But I will say this, I played a lot of Call of Cthulhu, and almost never does it feel like we're really in a real world, even though you know you are. Like, this very felt very, felt very deep, and I think that has to do possibly with the module, but also just how you ran it. You were very particular about getting us to, to, to get into the world, to have other stuff going on, and I think that's kind of important, because when you're in the real world anything could happen, right? So it's almost the opposite. Like Henry mm. talked about when you're in a fantasy world, all you have is what you do, but in the real world, there's too much going on. So a big part for the Keeper to do here is to chop away the other stuff, right? We never talked about like stuff that didn't matter. So it's very particular about what you do talk about because otherwise we would have played for six years and never did anything, right? Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think it's super interesting. I actually really enjoyed this one. I did. I liked everybody's characters and uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I don't know how it takes. I actually really enjoyed it. I, don't, I have nothing negative to say. Oh. No, No, oh, I thought I, it was good. I, 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 I mean, obviously that so. film thing felt like we had no choice but to do that, but I guess we could have burned mm. the film, but I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. The um the, yeah, okay, so let's say we had I've... burned the film, right? What would that yeah. have done? like then, then what, you wouldn't nothing have, you wouldn't happened? have ended. you wouldn't <laughs> Yeah, you see that
0: is the flaw in the writing here. Yeah. And and and, and I, I am the biggest fan of of David Larkin's book and writing in general, as I've said many times, I think it's the best setting book I've, I've ever read, I, I think it's it's unique, it's got incredible richness, um, the, the scenarios I think are on the whole amazing, but he has, in each one there. Are, there's a structural problem in each of them where you kind of, the, the players have to do a certain thing to get to the ending, and if they don't do that, it just, the, the scenario stops. Yeah. And, and I, I, I think he should have been a bit more... I'm sorry, David, if you're listening. <laughs> that he should have been a bit more um, given a few more options as to what could happen. And, I, and of course, it's on the GM to then figure that out. But really, the way it's written is so beautifully like conclusive. Each one ends in this big set piece. And that each of them is triggered by the investigators doing a certain thing. So in the first scenario, they have to do this ritual... To banish the demon Grossman, they could, you know, very rationally decide not to do the ritual, and then it's just over. <laughs> well, except the demon Grossman then continues murdering people in the city. So I suppose you could then play it out that at some point they realize they made a really big mistake, and then. But that kind of is a bit lame. Then the second one, if you didn't go to the to the dark world with Astarte, if you didn't follow her there, you could easily decide not to do that and just avoid it. And again, then, then what, then you don't get really this big ending. You're almost forced, you're almost, I, I don't know if you felt that was as railroaded as, as the beginning of that scenario, the ending where, no, where I you think kind so. of went.
2: No, because um, I think we yeah. had the choice, it felt like we had the choice. We we do that like, okay, if we don't do it, then we could just go home and not die probably, but why would we do that, right? We're investigators, we're trying to uh, to do it. I thought that was fun. Uh, the, the, in this one, I guess the only thing was that whole film set thing, it almost felt like we wasted a session or however long that was because, really, they, it didn't seem like there was any way we were going to stop that production. Yeah. So that was yeah. the only, maybe another that was part my, of was was yeah.
3: yeah, that was my complaint as well. I, it felt like it ran so well, the way you ran it, and then for that film session, the placement yeah. where we were was so important that we needed to like map it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or it was just impossible we were always going to be caught by the, the cameras. I mean
0: essentially it it's the, the way the way they said it was unless you can destroy all three cameras within you right.
2: know like quickly. Which then
0: there's no basically way. Basically
2: impossible win. because you had to make that power check or whatever which was so crazy that it was like uh, impossible to stay afloat. So really you couldn't win. Yeah. So, so
3: I th- I think yeah. you would have had to somehow have known to go on straight away. Oh, Before she got there, to like destroy, yeah. you'd have had yeah. to have
0: figured it out beforehand in yeah. a way that the film was. The, I mean,
1: it's not that it hard the... to figure out that the cameras are somehow really important to this, but still, but
2: oh, right, but how would we know that it was the cameras and not the ritual? Like, there was no, yeah. there was nothing yeah. the we figured out that was. And the only other, like, negative I would say, if I'm gonna, if I'm looking for something to say, is I felt like there was a lot of clues in this one that just led us to the same place. Like, I just remember myself, probably if you listen back as you're editing, uh, myself multiple times being like, Yeah, there's a seance coming up. The seance was coming up.
3: It <laughs>
0: yeah. felt like we
2: kept waiting for the seance, and then the seance was really nothing. No, that.
0: that's my fault. That's my yeah. fault. I should I should have uh, I, I should have cut at least two sessions out
2: and moved moved it on quickly. Yeah, it, it just felt like a lot of the clues didn't do anything for us. Maybe we just couldn't figure them out, but it just didn't feel like they had any kind of way for us to deal with them. It was like, all right, we got to go to the seance, and whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. They're gonna you know steal the thing, or I can't remember what happened at the point. Sorry, <laughs> I can't stop my head what happened during each part, but it didn't feel like we really had a choice. But that, that's very common in these kind of scenarios. It's just, it is what it is, right? You want to get to that end. And if we just don't, if we don't uh, give the film back to her or they don't get it from us, or if we don't go to the various places, then nothing happens. And that's not very exciting, right?
0: I suppose that that's fair enough. And, and look, I don't want to, I don't want um, to be negative about this because- No, honestly, no, no, it's I, great.
2: I, I don't, I, I, honestly, I don't have a, a solution. I would love to be like, oh, I know what you would do here. Like you want to run a great mystery, do this. But I mean, obviously <laughs> this is how you do it. Because- like if you were writing it like if Andy Goodman was like I have an idea this ceremony is going on and this is the bad these are the bad players they're doing these things and here's our group of adventurers they're doing their thing you could make it go any way you want with all the freedom in the world but you're working within the constraints of a module so you yeah. have to unless you're going to write the whole thing yourself you got to kind of give people a little bit of a so it is and, hard and I, yeah.
0: I actually discovered that that um, I actually found it quite even very rewarding to run a very improvisational emergent Cthulhu mystery that there was very little structure already there it was, it was one I made up um, it was driven very much by the characters um, lots of horrible things happened and it was fun and there was no need to push anything because it was just okay so they've done this so some crazy shit is now going to happen in this way and right. and, I, and I think that's what most people actually enjoy is the crazy shit happening but yeah. um, at, at the same time I think what I think and, and this is probably I need to let you guys go because it's very late The thing that i have found most rewarding about this um has been your characters actually and and the way they've interacted with the world and the way they've encountered these these insane and and horrifying things and and the effect it's had on them it's like it's like all the characters have somehow changed in this throughout this process which is really the the best thing you can i think you can experience in role-playing games is, is is actually real characters having r- seemingly real things happening to them and what, oh, yeah. what the no, consequences the, my, of that are.
1: Yeah, no, the only thing with my character just the way I made him and the way I envisioned him is I don't think he ever would have wanted to do the things that I allowed to happen or I allowed <laughs> him, no, not that I allowed to happen because they were going to happen but like that I allowed him to partake in because obviously he kind of has to but like i think there's so many times he when when he would have went like screw this <laughs> i'm so not following right. along with this anymore you know but
0: no that's an interesting uh, well, i mean so- but, but i mean uh, in my case, avenue of discussion which i do not think was
1: not but... <laughs> but i mean because like my guy wasn't wasn't really a pulp hero he was like a a pulp powered no. a pulp powered <clears throat> You know, guy who's go, you know I'm smart enough to know like <laughs> this is fucking danger and I'm going the other way, you know. Yeah, and,
0: which 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 I think is okay up to a point, but at the same time we are playing yeah. pulp. If you're right. if right. you're playing regular call of Cthulhu, yeah. I think that's fine. But you, you you I mean look, you all four out of five of you survived and yeah. it didn't go permanently insane. You know and and we're talking three scenarios for, 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 for the three yeah. of you who played since the beginning. And you've encountered gods and entities so uh, maybe maybe now you know that pulp that pulp is pretty survivable that that um you yeah. wouldn't make those choices again but i i i think i i think in a pulp game you should just go gung-ho just all out um and yeah. i think that that suits the, the yeah thing. i
2: like pulp much better to be honest with you because i feel like i could do that and i think you're right i would i enjoyed what this game was everybody's characters like don't get me wrong the location stuff was great the module was written really well but like my whole connection, I actually just talked about this on my podcast. <laughs> my character has changed over the whole thing. When she first started, she was very much uh, afraid and letting Max kind of protect her. But by the end, she really felt the commitment to protect Max because she felt bad that Max had died and then he came back. Mm. So she really changed the way that she viewed the world based on what happened in the campaign. And I think that's a really good sign for a, a campaign where characters can change. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And yeah. in, in, in a. In an authentic way, in a yeah. real feeling way. Like the first time you shot someone, you had yeah. to make a sanity roll and you freaked out. Right. And then by the end, you're plugging... You <laughs> yeah, know, exactly. the I, the I knew the it had to stuff. happen, so I had to shoot him. You know? <laughs> and then poking your finger into his wound. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I
2: didn't Not want to problem. get too religious, but I was kind of doing the whole, like, uh, you know, does he really arrive <laughs> oh, I, I, did. I didn't pick yeah. up on that.
0: Yeah. All right, well, look. Um, thank you all, and thanks for staying on for, for the after-game chat. I, I've yeah. enjoyed this... Pretty much more. I've enjoyed this campaign more than anything else I've ever run. I've, I, I love the setting. I've loved playing with you guys. It's been an amazing two years. And, um, maybe, maybe we will see at least some of these characters again, um, in, in future. We will have to I see hope how that, oh, so. if you can
1: do the Russia thing or that, that, that like revolutionary or whatever.
0: Uh, it no, it was Vienna. No, no, World War Two, Vienna. Oh,
4: it was Vienna. Okay. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like being, you know, the magical hit squad (laughs) Uh,
0: fighting 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 the uh the third reich oh boy yeah but 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 with zombies but with zombies
3: thank you yeah it was
0: yeah this was
1: this was a lot of fun Thank and people. I know that and, uh, We have people who listen to us, by the way. So, I like,
0: know we do. I, yeah, I have a lot kind of, of... Uh, I get. A, I get a lot of feedback, and um, this is by far almost the most. This is by far the most popular <laughs> sto- storyline and group. I got to tell you.
4: To yeah. Keep, keep it t- going. If, t- if there t- are people t- listening t- still at this point, after all this, at the end of the <laughs> after game chat, thank you too. Yeah.
1: no. for the longest time I was unaware of people like listening to us then I became aware of it and it's like oh god. We have,
0: we have hundreds and, we have hundreds and hundreds of listeners and some, wow. some of whom, some of whom um, send very nice messages. Yeah. Um you should hang out on the Discord more and you can even talk to your fans. <laughs>
3: yeah.